Welcome to the Bloody Disgusting Network. No. This is Creepy, a podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous, chilling, and disturbing creepypastas and urban legends in the world. Whether these stories truly happened or are simply fabrications is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Creepy presents The 31 Days of Horror I Got the Devil in Me Ever since I was a kid, my parents said I got the devil in me. If there was a stain to make, I made it. If there was a set of stairs to push something down or fall down myself, I did it. I was walking almost as soon as I was crawling and running as fast as my chubby little toddler legs could carry me after that. It was just something I had to do. Ever since grade school, teachers said I got the devil in me. I was that kid in the back of class who couldn't sit still. The kid who made all the jokes, who learned all the naughty words first. I was a kid who pushed every limit that was ever set down in front of me by every teacher I ever had. It wasn't because I didn't like them. It was just something I had to do. Ever since high school, the cops said I got the devil in me. I was a kid who was driving around without a license, shoplifting nudie magazines in 40s from the gas station. I was a kid who smoked. I was a kid who had his own reserve seat in detention. No matter what my parents did, whatever threats they leveled against me, it didn't do any good. It wasn't their fault as much as it wasn't the teacher's fault. I just had that itch inside me. The rebellious streak that started the day I slid out the chute. It wasn't a voice in my head or anything like that. It was just something I had to do. Ever since I got back from overseas, my friends said I got the devil in me. I was a guy who came back from overseas with more inside him than when he left. Everything I was supposed to have gotten from the previous four years, discipline and all that, were just words that rattled around in my head until the hierarchy was gone and I was walking around in jeans and a t-shirt again. No one's going to pretend like the itch inside me didn't have its uses over there. But my use was over. So, when I got home and didn't know what else to do, I did what came naturally. I started to raise hell. See, when I was growing up, everyone had their idea of what I needed. They'd say I needed medication. They'd say I needed therapy. They'd say blah, 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 blah. Turns out, what I needed more than anything, I needed to find the word. I wasn't raised in a house with religion. Dad was an atheist and wasn't afraid to say so. Mom was agnostic, saying no one really knew, so it didn't make any sense to say you were anything. I think that irritated Dad. I didn't go to church. I wasn't baptized. I wasn't confirmed any religion. Some of my friends were, but I never really thought about it. I just knew there were certain times of the week they couldn't play, 
didn't mean anything to me, and I never much thought of a higher power, as it were. You'd think with what people thought of me, I'd believe in something. I can't say it was any one thing that made me believe. But once I heard the word, I knew what I had to do. That's how it works, right? People become nuns or priests because they hear the word and know that they need to devote themselves to something beyond themselves. No different for me. Just a different destination. I started small, talking to a few people at a time. Wouldn't call it a congregation. And you probably know what it's like when people start talking about their beliefs. Some people get excited and chatty. Some people get awkward and quiet. Some people are just ready to argue their own belief structure, making it about being right and wrong. That isn't the most ridiculous thing there is. Telling someone what they believe is wrong. It took time, patience, but I started to find my flock, as it were. The people who not only listened, but understood. They saw what I was saying in their own lives. I wasn't out there to change anyone's worldview. I was just sharing what I'd seen my entire life. If people were free to listen or not, it didn't make any difference to me. I just knew I needed to spread the word. Now I have a flock, as it were, and a message to spread. It's a message of warmth and simplicity, action and reaction. See, I'm a big picture kind of guy. I can spot who needs to hear what I have to say a mile away. Some people just need something to believe in. A little nudge in that direction that their heart's been telling them all this time. Some people call it an echo chamber. But I think that's a little reductive of what I really do. I just tell people that what they believe and what they want to hear is exactly right. Business has been great lately. I get reposted and retweeted no matter which account I use. People couldn't be happier. Well... Maybe happy ain't such the right word. But they sure are getting heated out there, ain't they? And heated is exactly what I'm looking for. Old guy way back when once said, What's always made a hell on earth is a man has tried to make it his heaven. See, that's where we got it wrong. Aiming for the wrong model. But don't you worry. I'm fixing to correct that. Things have been going along pretty well, too, if you've been paying attention. It's just something I have to do. All my life, people said I got the devil in me. I guess they were right. For even more from Creepy, including how to submit your own story for consideration, please visit creepypod.com. You can also follow us at CreepyPod on social media and YouTube. All stories told on this podcast are used under license and may not be rebroadcast or distributed without the express prior written consent of the story's author. Please contact us at CreepyPod at gmail.com for further information on obtaining the rights necessary to rebroadcast or distribute a particular story.